0: Hey, this is the Budman, and you're listening to Central Florida Real Estate Radio on News Radio WFLA Orlando. Now to our studio and your host, local real estate expert and my friend, Laura Peterson. Good morning, everybody. I'm from Your Home Sold Guaranteed Realty. And to discuss the sale of your home, you can call 407-566-2555. That's 407-566-2555. So basically, starting out with our stats today, as we always do. And last week, there were 432 homes that sold, which to me, that's really good because, um, you know the week before it was at 571 but that was the end of the month but basically you know we've been sitting at the 200s and so the that the there were 270 i remember a few weeks ago so 432 is really a good number the median price of a single family home is at 399 399 so that's down a little bit from the week before but like i tell you every week it kind of has been varying from like 385 to 4 and a quarter so $3.99 is good. We'll take it. And the number of foreclosures, last week there were six of them that sold. Um, and so, you know, just a, a handful of them basically. The inventory decreased by 51 homes, and so now it's at 3906 So there's more houses coming on the market. Basically what that means, though, for the number of months of inventory, it's 2.09 overall. And basically... All of them are under two months except for five hundred to a million and that's at three point two six and over a million is at five point one five. So um, you know, for the everyday home that's selling over there with their median being at three ninety nine. There's um, basically a month and a half supply is basically what it's showing on here. So the number of homes that sold under 250,000 were 41, 41 between 250 and 300, 135 between 300 and 400, and then there were 100 between 400 and 500, 95 between 500 and a million, and 20 of them over a million. Now, the asking price to list price was at 97.49 overall. It was at 95.29 um, under 250 and 94.76 250 to 300. And then they were all at about 98% um, between 300 and a million. And then a million was at 96.89. So, like we always talk about, usually some of those in the lower price points they need some work. And so, there is usually a little bit more room to negotiate. And then like with there being more inventory in the over a million, like there's 446 of them on the market and 20 sold last week. So that gives us five months of inventory. There's a little bit of room there. So they were at almost 97 though. So pretty close to asking when it comes to that. So then when we're looking at the condos, townhomes and villas, the number of those that sold last week was 132. And the median price, there was two hundred and eighty nine thousand, and that went up um, from last week, which I think was about two fifty. So they're kind of heading in the upward direction, in regards. And I was I was actually talking to somebody the other day, and what we were doing is we were taking. The difference between, like, well, let's just take a hundred thousand. It was three ninety nine versus two eighty nine for a condo versus a home, and so if that's a hundred thousand dollar difference, and then if you take that hundred thousand divided by four hundred a week, which might be or four hundred a month, which might be that uh, the amount of what your um, you know, condo fee might be that might be higher than a single family home. And that actually, when you divide all that out, that gives you 20 years of paying that condo fee before you come up to the price of a single family home. So it doesn't mean that you're not going to have those same expenses when you live in a single family home, but you're not required to do them on $400 a month like a, a condo would you know, some of the money that that 400 goes into is usually insurance. It's going to come into maintaining the outside of the home, the roof, you know, the um, painting of the outside and all of those kinds of things that you might have some of those same expenses when it comes to a single family home, but it's not going to be month in, month out, um, which for some of us, it might be better if it was that way. But it's going to be, you know, basically that you're going to have the big shot of maybe having to do your roof at $10,000 or something like that, instead of having it, you know, spread over several years and that kind of thing. So if you're just joining us, you're listening to News Radio WFLA Orlando. I'm your host, Laura Peterson, your home sold guaranteed realty. This is Central Florida Real Estate Radio with you every Sunday at 8 a.m. If you want to reach us, you can call 407-566-2555. That's 407-566-2555. So looking further at the condos, townhomes, and villas in regards to what's going on, like I said, there were 132 of them that sold, and so 43 of them were under 250 There were um, 29 between 250 and 300 33 between 300 and 400 11 between 4- 500 and 400 and 500, 14 between 500 and a million, and actually two of them that sold over a million. So the average months of inventory there is 2.49 across the board. Under 250, there's actually 2.4 months of inventory. So there's a little bit more there that exists on that. The, the, the list to asking price was at 97.14. And in the single family homes, we were at 97.49. So they pretty much hold... Um, you know, the same going all the way across the board and everything. The days on market for single family homes right now is sitting at um, 60 and it's 56 for condos. So again, our market's pretty consistent when you look across the board and seeing kind of what's going on. It just depends on what you're looking for, for your family and everything like that. There was an article out this week that was talking about, The median price, you know, if you were going to invest in real estate, what your return on investment was going to be just on the rental income that's coming in. And basically nationwide, it's at 7.5%. However, there are some really high counties that are in um, central, you know, that are in this area, that if you're looking for a higher return on investment that exists, one of them is Indian River County, and that's at 15% return on investment. Collier County is at 14.7. Charlotte is at 12. And then Palm Beach County, which is one of the higher ones that are over a million is at 8.5. And basically when you're looking at that, I think that that's probably closer to where we are in orange. I didn't um, calculate what it is in orange, Osceola, Seminole, um, you know, Lake, you know, Volusia, you know, all of the ones where all you guys are listening from. But I'm going to say that it's, it's pretty close to that. I was looking at some stats actually from 2019, And all of the counties in central Florida, they varied a little bit that Orange and Seminole were the lowest return on investments and I think that's because their housing prices are a little bit higher than, you know, Osceola and Polk and Lake and that kind of stuff. So you're getting a little bit higher return there. But, you know, if you are looking at investing in real estate, which is what one of the things that we definitely help people do day in and day out, you know, looking, knowing what you want to get on that return on investment is really important to figure out, you know, where you want to invest and what you want to do and all of that kind of stuff. There's two schools of thought on that, that a lot of people like to have the investment really close at hand, that they want to be close to where their investment property is. So if they have to run over there or anything like that, it's really easy to do. And then other people are looking for the biggest bang for the buck. And so regardless of what you're trying to do, you know we can help you meet those needs and everything in what you're trying to do in finding the best property for investment. And so I just thought that that was, um, Really interesting that that even with the prices and where everything's at today, that that's where we're at in regards to um, you know investment properties and and all of that. And so, in addition to the amount that you're bringing in on a monthly basis, then there's also the growth and everything you know of that property when it's increasing as an asset and everything. And we're looking at long term and everything obviously, and basically you know for the most part, if you bought a house for 300 and held on to it for 20 years, probably going to be worth somewhere between 700 and a million. So it's got a great return on investment that way as well. So in order to get in touch with us, you can call 407-566-2555. You can find us online at com, And we will see you after the break. You're listening to Central Florida Real Estate Radio with local expert and my friend, Laura Peterson. And now, here's Laura. Welcome back, everybody. I'm from your home sold guaranteed realty. And to discuss the sale of your home, you can call 407 566 Two five five five. That's four zero seven five six six two five five five. And I found, you know, I was talking last segment, you know, really about how to, um, you know, the the return on investment when it comes to rental properties, and if you're thinking of being an investor or if you are an investor. And um, the, you know, I found this other article this week that was the questions to ask yourself before becoming a landlord in 2023. And so basically, um, you know, I'll just go through some of these and that kind of stuff. If you have any questions, you know, feel free to obviously call us at any time, and we're happy to help you in whatever way that we can. The first question, it says, Do you have the time to devote to being a landlord? And, you know, this goes into saying that, you know, your tenant could call you at three in the morning or something like that. And for most of the people that we work with, that's not necessarily the case or definitely not not the case when it comes down to it. You know, what I found is that basically when you um, find the right tenants and everything like that, you're not going to be bothered usually too much. I mean, obviously, there are times when there may be some kind of an emergency, but it is rare. And so... So like I was saying, it's rare when you have somebody that's going to call you necessarily in the middle of the night. Now, I know that for short term, you probably have more of a chance of that happening if you don't, if you're managing like an Airbnb or something like that. Because if the people are coming in from out of town and their plane's late and they get there and they don't know where they're going and that kind of thing, and you're managing all of that, then you're going to have, you know, more time that you're going to be disrupted at that, at that point in time. And so what we're talking about primarily here is long term, but there is short term as well, which is very prevalent in Central Florida. So the thing that I like to look at is I like to look at the option that you definitely have people that are going to manage this for you. So whether it is long term, or whether it's short term, and figuring that into your fees, then that definitely, um, you can calculate that into your return and investment. And you can see if it's something that if you do want to have a property manager, that it's going to be, you know, in your best interest. When it comes to the short-term community that we have a lot of here, I strongly recommend it only because they do have, you know, all of the, the cleaning services, they've got the repair services, their quick turnarounds, you know, and all of that kind of thing. And Usually, those um, businesses, uh, the the smaller ones are are operating somewhere around fifty homes at a time, and that kind of thing, and the larger ones have thousands of homes that they're managing. And a lot of them have different things that they're doing in regards to actually, you know, helping you procure the tenants and that kind of thing on a short term rental too. So short term versus long term are two, you know, those are that's something that you can do here in Central Florida. And so it's something that you definitely, you know, want to look at and figure out um, when you're doing it, what type of property that you want to do if you're going to do it here. The second thing is, is that it's a asking, are your budget projections realistic? And that comes to all of the expenses and everything that you have. And again, if you're doing like an Airbnb versus having just a home that somebody's going to rent out long-term and have a long-term lease, it's a completely different animal when it comes to that as well. Because, um, you know, if you're doing it as an Airbnb, you've obviously got to have, you know, sheets, you've got to have... you know, plates, you've got to have the whole house completely, you know, decked out so that it's ready for somebody to come in and just bring their suitcase with their clothes and everything else is pretty much there versus, um, you know, a long term, you don't have to have any of those things. Another big thing with the short term is that you're going to have to pay all the utilities because they're not going to put the utilities in somebody else's name, you know, for coming for a weekend. But if you are doing long term, then you've got to, you know, they're going to put it in their name 99% of the time, and everything's going to be done that way. So looking to know if your budget projections are realistic in the cost that it's actually going to cost you to maintain that property. And you're going to have to have insurance, obviously. And then in addition to that, you're going to have to pay the property taxes and those kinds of things that come that are involved in that. So looking at the whole big picture is something that you definitely want to do when it comes to investing. So if you're just joining us, you're listening to News Radio WFLA Orlando. I'm your host, Laura Peterson, your home sold guaranteed realty. This is Central Florida Real Estate Radio with you every Sunday at 8am. If you want to reach us, you can call 407-566-2555. That's 407-566-2555. So the next question on our list that we're going through that the questions to ask yourself before becoming a landlord in 2023 is, do you know the local laws and regulations? And, you know, in some homeowners associations, they do have regulations in regards to, you know, who can rent when you can rent and all of that kind of thing. So you definitely want to make sure that you know what the scoop is on all of those things before you invest. Obviously, that's really important. Again, if you want to do the Airbnb, there are definitely regulations in this area in regards to what you, where, what areas you can and can't do them. Some areas, you know, it's okay. And some areas, it's definitely not okay. And so you don't want to purchase a home thinking that you're going to rent it out short term and all of that. And then you find out that you can't do it. So you want to make sure that you've got um, Your ducks in a row when you do that, and you know what all the lo- local laws and regulations are when it comes to that. And also, with short term, the other thing or an Airbnb comes that you have to actually, you know, collect tourist taxes a lot of times on that. And that's a, you know, like a hotel tax that has to be collected. And so with a lot of those sites, they have all that stuff, you know, set up for you, but it's just another thing that you have to know and do and all that if you're going to go down that that um, that path. The next thing is how are you going to find and screen tenants? And um, basically, I think that, that that's really important that you have your options lined up. I mean, we do that for a lot of people where we screen and everything. And like I've said before, I, it Really makes a big difference in my opinion. Um, it screening those those tenants up front, because when they're screened up front, then there's no problems in regards to what's going to happen in the future. And I think that that's really um, you know the best case scenario for what is going on out there in regards to finding out. Um, you know, what to do and how to do it and all of that. And so, um, you know, when you're looking at it, basically, you know, most of the time and the screenings that take place, are you doing, you're doing credit criminal and eviction to make sure that they haven't been evicted in the past, that, um, you know, that their credit is good and that they do pay their bills and that kind of stuff. And um, so we just go ahead and do all of those things upfront to make sure that, that you know, you know, what you want to do and that you've got the right people in there. Because in screening everybody up front, it makes it, makes it um, you know, really important to know what's the best thing for you and the people that are going to be moving in there. And here's some other questions that it's asking, you know, like why you want to become a landlord and that, and do you see your rental property as a future res- residence or merely as an investment? There's a lot of people I know that have purchased a home that they live in and then instead of selling it when they're ready to move to their next house they use that first house as an investment property and they always have a lot of renters and that kind of stuff and uh, so it makes it like it's a great property for that and then the next question is how are you going to manage the property and if uh, you if you want to Um, make sure that all of that stuff is done. There are a lot of great property managers out there, and we coordinate with a lot of them to make sure that we've got the best people that are going to work for you. Um, Is it something that you want to quit your day job and become a full-time property manager, that that's another option? And then looking at um, the whole financial picture, like the worst case scenario and everything in regards to what could happen and everything, and In Central Florida, like I've said before, we're very fortunate that we have a lot of people that are always um, renting and we don't have enough units. So it's not hard finding the right renter. But in order to get in touch with us, call 407-566-2555. Find us online at centralfloridarealestateradio.com and we'll see you after the break. So I've got some great news out there, which we're talking about the tax burden of Floridians, and it's one of the lowest in the U.S. So Florida is at 45 for the overall tax burden. So obviously, if you're number one, that's the worst, and 50th is the best. So we're at 45. So I think that's awesome. And um, this article kind of goes through and compares California to Texas and Florida, and basically um, a median California household cost of taxes is 96.12 Texas it's 8,006 and Florida it's 53.55 so you know obviously tax burden is the property individual income and sales tax and excise tax as a share of personal income and we're 45 on the list so I think that's pretty awesome obviously and when you're looking at it 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 basically you know, comes down to how much money is in your pocket and, and what c- you can do with it. So I thought that was just great to know. So kudos for everybody living here in Florida that we have less taxes than, um, than uh, only five states are better than us. So I thought that was pretty great. One of the things that I also noticed this week that I've talked about a couple of weeks ago is basically the concession that sellers are giving. And basically, um, overall, it's coming out to 41.3% of all of the sales in Central Florida are giving some kind of a seller concession. So you might wonder really what that is. And I know when I talk to a lot of sellers at the beginning about it, they're not for it. But then most of them do go ahead and go along with it. And everything because they're required to for, that particular buyer to buy the house. Um, another article that I found, it's it's talking about how the media is keeping buyers in a state of fear. And so when somebody crosses that border and they're not afraid anymore, then basically, um, you know, they, they might need a little bit of help in actually getting into that house. And what it comes down to is because interest rates are higher, there might actually be a buy down that is done on it. We actually put um, one of our buyers under contract this week with one of the builders, and the builder contributed $15,000 towards the buyer's closing costs, but what it's actually going to go to is lowering the interest rate. So it's lowering the interest rate to 5.75, which was much more palatable, you know, for that particular buyer. And that's with that, that's what, where they wanted their payment and how it all worked out and everything like that. So that's the kind of thing that, the sellers might be contributing to to help the buyer to actually get the house. So they might be contributing closing costs that would go towards buying down a rate. It might just be closing costs in general that would help them with it. Everybody has to come up with their own down payment. You can't get that from the seller. You might be able to get that as a gift from somebody that you're related to or something like that, but you can't get it from the seller. So basically, you know, the concessions that are made actually make the deals work. And they're happening in 41.3% of the deals. Now, a year ago, it was the complete opposite, that there were no seller concessions given. And if you couldn't come up with anything on your own, then you would just miss out on the house. And that was actually a, a big problem as well, because you had that a lot of buyers were You know, making decisions that they didn't really like because they, it was just like that house is available and we need a house and we're going to get it and we'll fix it later. And so as a result of that, some of the studies are saying it's as high as 85% of the buyers that bought during that time frame are not happy with their home purchase, which I think is really sad in regards to what's going on. And that is not what is going on today. Today, buyers have actually the time to shop and they can make a more educated decision. They don't have to decide in five minutes if they're going to buy that house they might have to decide in 10, but they don't have to decide in five. Um, And instead of being caught up in the fear of missing out, they actually can can find the house that they want and in the way and everything that they want to do. So you don't necessarily want to buy into the doom and gloom. There's a lot of doom and gloom that's going out there because it's sensationalism, right? You know, that the interest rates are higher and all of this kind of stuff. And so people can't afford houses and the sellers are the way that they're telling the sellers that everybody is having price decreases after price decrease and that kind of thing. And there are price decreases, but generally... Our market is very stable. For the most part, it's not the house price that's going down itself. It's that the seller is coming to reality in regards to what the house was worth in the first place. And so when you're looking at that, it's a completely different animal. If you're looking at, like we talked about at the beginning of the show, that the median price is at 399 right now. And it has hovered around there between 385 four and a quarter, going back and forth every week for the past about six months. It's a pretty stable market. It's not really going up. It's not going down. It's just staying very consistent. So as a buyer at this point in time, you've got a lot more options in regards to what you can do to make things happen so if you're just joining us you're listening to news radio wfla orlando i'm your host laura peterson your home sold guaranteed realty this is central florida real estate radio with you every sunday at 8 a.m if you want to reach us you can call 407-566-2555 that's 407-566-2555 so One of the things that that they're talking about with millennials, that their barrier to entry into home ownership is interest rates. And like I was just talking about, I think that there are options and there are things that you can do. And that builder that I was talking about a couple of minutes ago that bought down the rate for these people to 5.75, that wasn't just a two or three year buy down. That is the whole... 30-year buy-down um, to that rate. So there are options and that kind of thing out there for you that you can look at and that you can make happen. So like I talked about that with seller concessions that they might contribute to your closing costs to actually buy down that rate, that that's going to make it so that that house is affordable for you where it might not be, or it might it might be affordable, but it wouldn't be as comfortable as if the interest rate was a little bit lower. And just the change in interest rate changes the payment, you know, hundreds of dollars on a monthly basis. So when you're looking at 30 years, that's a lot of money that you can save in that interest rate. So just being smart about it being educated about it is something that we think is really important and something that you can do. And, you know, um, we talk about on the radio show, I talk about kind of what's going on in central Florida and I like doing this and everything, but you know, day in and day out, what I do on a consistent basis is I help sellers sell homes and I help buyers buy homes. And that's what we do on a consistent basis. And we love it. And, um, I have a team that I work with, and so all together we're trying to make it and do make it successfully, so it's the best thing for you as the consumer to do that. And um, so we're creative in figuring out how to make it work for you and make it work painlessly and all of that, and that's really what we love to do day in and day out. So even though there's a lot of doom and gloom out there in regards to what's going on when you really sit down and you look at it you have to know is it affordable for me is it something that I can do and it there's nothing more rewarding to actually find people that house that they want to live in or get that house sold so that they can move on you know I'm working with some people right now that they're moving to Texas to be closer to their family and everything and so they're moving out of central Florida and and Their um, son did live here a few years ago, and now they've moved to Texas, so they're kind of following them there, and they're in their 80s, and so they want to be close to family. They want to be close to the grandkids when they're doing all their sporting events and all of those kinds of things, and so, you know... It's, it's rewarding when we got them a full price offer and they were more than thrilled because everything worked out even better than they expected. So in order to get in touch with us, you can call 407-566-2555. You can find us online at centralfloridarealestateradio.com and we'll see you after the break. 2555. So we've got our free report that we're offering today and it's 27 valuable tips you should know to get your home sold fast and for top dollar. And in order to get this report, all you have to do is call 833-535-8081 extension 1023. Again that's 833 833- extension 1023 you don't have to talk to anybody you can just leave your address or email address and we'll get it right off to you so it's the 27 valuable tips you should know to get your home sold fast and for top dollar and basically you know when it comes down to it um, basically there's a lot of things that you can do when you're trying to decide you know what what you need to do to get this done. Um, one of the things that it talks about is um, what can the buyer really pay that you really want to know, um, you know, what are the, the tips and tricks and everything when it comes to negotiating that contract. That's something that is really important to know. And I know that a lot of times when a buyer is giving you a pre-qualification letter, they're giving it to you based on what the offer that they're making right now. So the lender that they're working with is actually putting together saying that their top of what they can afford is the offer that they're making right then and there. And what I've found is that rarely is that the case of what they can afford, but that's what they're telling you they can afford because they're you know, just like you're not telling them what your bottom line price might necessarily be, you know, they're not going to tell you what their top price is going to be either. So there's a bit of negotiation that goes on in regards to figuring all of that stuff out. And that's something that when you're working with the right people that we can do that all day long and really question, is that really their top or? Is there a little bit more room that we can get out of there, you know, and is it 5,000 or 5% or 10,000 or, you know, 50,000, you know, what is it? And a lot of times when people are putting in an offer, they don't want to show all their cards on the table, just like you as a seller don't want to put all your cards on the table either. So that's just one of the things that it explains, you know, in here one of the things when you're either buying or selling that one of the most difficult things that I think that is addressed in this um this um free report here is it talks about keeping your emotions in check when you're going to be buying or selling a property and For um, the institutional investors, or if you're buying as an investor, it all comes down to the numbers, right? You know, it is basically how much are you going to be paying for it? What's your return on investment and all of that. So you can look at it and the numbers are there pretty clear in black and white, if it's going to make sense. But when it comes to a place where you live or a place where you have lived, A lot of times the emotions are running wild, you know, when it's somewhere where you're going to live, you know, you want to make sure that the neighborhood's right, you want to make sure that the house is right. There's just so many things that come into play that, you know, you're going to put your family there. So you want to make sure that it's definitely the right fit. And even when you're going to sell it, you know, you have a lot of memories, you have a lot of things that have happened in their house, in that house. Maybe your kids grew up there and their friends were all there and there were different events that happened, you know, holidays or parties or whatever, that are a lot of fun memories. And so you can remember those as you're walking through your house. And so making that decision to sell and have somebody that's going to come in, you want to make sure that they're going to have those same experiences that you did and not tear apart the experiences that you have. And so emotionally involved in the decision is something that is very, very difficult to get out of when you're actually buying or selling a house. A lot of times you're looking at it and you're thinking, oh my goodness, you know, I'm gonna have to do this or that or whatever. And that may or may not be the case. So um, basically, you know, it's like keeping the emotions out of it and looking at it as a business deal is your best bet but doing that is extremely difficult to do. So that's why I find that it's really good to have us alongside of you, because when we're doing that, we can help you navigate through those waters and really figure out, you know, what you want to do. I mean, there are cases that I know of with sellers that didn't sell a house to somebody who offered more money because they knew the person had expressed what they were going to do once they purchased the house. They said, well, when we get this house, we're going to come in and we're going to tear everything out and we're going to tear out the kitchen and we're going to start completely over. And the homeowner had recently in the last three or four years actually redone the kitchen and they thought that it was beautiful and why would anyone want to change it at all? So as a result of that, another person came in and said, hey, you know, I really am, I really love what you did and I'm going to keep it. So even though the money was higher on the one that was going to rip it out, they wanted to keep the one that was going to keep it as it was. And so it cost them money in their pocket. So you have to determine if that is something that you want to do um, and all of that kind of stuff. But if money is an issue, then you definitely don't want to be emotionally involved in what the next person's going to do. But if you're just joining us, you're listening to News Radio, WFLA Orlando. I'm your host, Laura Peterson, Your Home Sold Guaranteed Realty. This is Central Florida Real Estate Radio with you every Sunday at 8 a.m. If you want to reach us, you can call 407-566. Two five five five. That's four zero seven five six six two five five five. So another thing that it talks about here is um, odors, and they must go, and that is definitely a must go if you are having your house on the market. A lot of times, you know, um, there there's an old um, commercial on TV. I haven't seen it recently, but it was talking about how people are nose blind, and it's talking about like the teenager's room and how they've got you know like all of their dirty laundry is all around and everything smells, but they don't even know. So I think it was, you know, for Febreze or something like that to get the smells out. But basically, you know, um, you know, sometimes when you've got some kind of an animal, um, there might be a smell that's associated with it, but you don't realize it because you're just used to it. And so you have to look at the house from fresh eyes, fresh nose, fresh senses of all kinds when it comes to selling your house. So these are just a few things that are in our free report, 27 valuable tips. You should know to get your home sold fast and for top dollar. So Again, it's 833-535-8081, extension 1023, if you'd like to get this report and we'd sure as heck like to get it out to you. So 833-535-8081, extension 1023. It is, um, you know, leave your address or email address and we'll get it right off to you, no problem, no obligation or anything like that, obviously. And then um, I just want to talk to you about our house of the week. And this is a great family home. It actually is uh, over 3,000 square feet. It's in Kissimmee in Brighton Lakes. And Brighton Lakes is a gated community. It's a lovely community. It's very quiet and everything um, there. It's, Um, off of Pleasant Hill and um, you know so there's there's multiple ways that you can actually you know get there and everything like that but um, you know it is a this bed this house is four bedrooms three bathrooms one story so everything's really convenient it's um, really open it does have a formal living and dining room and then it also has a den that's right next to the master bedroom so if you do want to work from home you know you've got all of the extra space and everything to do that there. The kitchen does have granite countertops and everything. Um, the house was built in 2006, I believe, um, somewhere thereabouts. And it's in the price range of uh, 472000 is what the price of it is. It This house is over, um, uh, it's about a third of an acre. It's over a quarter an acre for sure. I think it's 0.31. And um, it's on a pie lot. So it definitely has a lot of room to spread out in the back. It's got a covered lanai and everything, so it's just a great family home. If you're interested in that, we'd sure like to get you more information on it. And it's um the price, the cheapest priced home in the neighborhood and everything's in great condition, just ready to rock and roll on that particular home. So in order to get in touch with us, you can call 407-566-2555. You can find us online at Central Florida Real Estate Radio And we will see you next week. Have a great one, everybody. Bye-bye.